From the newsroom of the Rockford Register Star, here's what's new today. I'm a, an artist, a public artist. Uh, I believe in the science, but I'm not a scientist. I, I know enough to understand it, and uh, it makes sense to me. So what can I do? And I thought that bringing artwork into resistance and movements and social activism, I thought that would just be a good thing. So I started doing that. I'm Scott Yates, photographer and multimedia journalist with the Rockford Register Star. This show is where we meet the artists who make our community a more beautiful place. This week, I'm doing something a little different. I left the quiet recording studio in the newsroom to meet Rockford-based artist and activist David Stalker on the noisy streets around City Market in Rockford. Instead of a simple conversation with David, I bring you inside his latest creation, a public street performance, Rockford's version of the global climate strike. You've been hearing the protesters' chants and drumming in the background. David has used music, theater, and activism to influence social change for 25 years. He was born in Philadelphia, grew up in England, and earned a master's degree in theater at Yale, and then in the late 1980s, he came to Rockford for a residency at the Illinois Arts Council. In David's words, the arts won't win wars, but the engagement it fosters can be a powerful experience. So let's hit the street and walk amongst the protesters to experience David's art. Today, it's, it seems to be shaping up to be a mix or the confluence of where art meets activism and education. And David, you are um, one of the organizers and leaders of tonight's march. I want to tell you, I want to get your thoughts on uh, what we are about to see here and hear uh, on the podcast. Sure. Uh, we just jumped in from the alley. Uh, our friends from Freeport Indivisible, who are super active, uh, rented a truck, came by my house. And uh, we had been putting our props back together. We happen to have this huge cardboard snake that represents pipeline. I'll tell you more about that. But it sits in my shed, and I go, when's it going to get out in the streets again? This is a day that launches a week of global activism. And people should try to find out as much as they can about this young woman's voice from Sweden. Her name is Greta Thunberg. I'm 15 years old and I'm from Sweden. I speak on behalf of climate justice now. 
As we are recording this, there have been marches and um, active uh, uh, active gatherings around the world, and Rockford's is set to happen in a couple of hours from now. And again, David, I've uh, pulled you aside for a few minutes here, so thanks so much for your time. Uh, we want to get to know you a little bit. You have a very long history of acting and activism in uh, northern Illinois here. Uh, let, let's just get your background a little bit. I know you uh, were born in Philadelphia. You grew up in England. You have a master's of theater at Yale. Uh, what brought you to the Midwest and here in Rockford? I came here as a storyteller, Scott. I was brought to be play a role in the theater right when I was, I was 30 years ago. And I got to be at New American Theater, and then I came back and did another play. And New American Theater is here in Rockford? It was here in Rockford then. It's been several other theater things since then. So I came and did a couple of plays, and at the end of that, I I was living in Rockford. So I stayed here, raised a family here, had a couple of different careers. One was in uh, social justice, working with affordable housing efforts, and then I got more closely related to education, went back and worked through the Illinois Arts Council for about 20 years, doing residencies in schools all over the state. And whenever I could, if a teacher moved to another state, I'd go traveling across the U.S. to go visit and support teachers out there and meet kids. And I was teaching like a happy, joy, joy, peace curriculum with drums and didgeridoos. And uh, sometimes we'd put together a large world ensemble and, and get our friends all together um, for a band show, which did schools, lots of assemblies, uh, festivals, and college campuses. Um, so that has been going on for about 20 years. Somewhere in the middle of it, uh, maybe it was around 9-11, kids started asking different kinds of questions about the world they live in, and I kind of figured my peace curriculum needed uh, upgrading. So I decided to go traveling in the world a little bit. I did a month-long walkabout in Palestine with a lot of training ahead of time to understand where I was going. I spent some time in Guatemala, and I spent some time in Haiti. And these were journeys through friends of mine, musical people I knew, uh, to go and learn and then have better answers to come back and give to kids in Rockford. It made me love them a whole lot more, this town that we have. Everywhere I went, people said, just remember my story. I mean, I was in some war zones and some very, very impoverished places in the world. And they just said, just please tell our story. So that became part of my curriculum. And I worked with the International Day of Peace event for about six or seven years when it was getting started. That's a beautiful thing. And more recently, I've gotten into some uh, back into social justice work and been privileged to uh, stand up for immigrants' rights in Rockford and also get involved in uh, pipeline resistance. We have thousands of beautiful waterways in Illinois, and they're all at risk, and some of them have already been violated in in remarkable ways. And so we've done a lot of uh, events along the shores of Lake Michigan, from Chicago down into Hammond, Indiana, and Gary, and this 
snake that you referred to, this giant cardboard effigy, is sort of kind of mythological, kind well, of known around the region here. Yeah, let's introduce that a little bit more. So mm-hmm. today's theme is, uh, again, the confluence of art and activism. Uh, and you've mentioned a, a number of themes that you are trying to communicate. Let's talk about the method by which you commun- communicate those themes. Uh, we are seeing a number of placards and protest signs with um, you, what uh, with phrases you call curriculum, which uh, point people to educational websites um, where they can learn more about the themes that you're uh, discussing here. Um, let's let's walk us through what uh, okay. Rockfordians are going to see tonight uh, yeah. during Rockford's global climate uh, strike. Um, you've got this two-headed snake pipeline okay. here. So the black snake of death is a pipeline effigy in the tradition of puppetistas and creating large effigies that then are the focal point of our effort and people who are witness to it. The Black Snake of Death has marched probably a dozen times uh, in Illinois and Indiana. So if you've done this before, raise your hand if you've been on this march. So these are folks who've seen this unfold. Each time we try and get a little bit better with it. Tonight, we're gonna try and actually synchronize a moment we call the spill drill. I'm, I'm a, an artist, a public artist. Uh, I believe in the science, but I'm not a scientist. I, I know enough to understand it, and uh, it makes sense to me. So what can I do? And I thought that bringing artwork into resistance and movements and social activism, I thought that would just be a good thing. So I started doing that, which meant instead of being in plays, I was creating my own plays, like this street theater and the giant black snake of death, which is at the centerpiece tonight, 80-foot-long cardboard tube that's going to wander through the streets, meander its way down to in front of your your employer's news tower. Hey, Register Star, thank you very much, by the way, for sponsoring a program that talks to artists. I just think that's the coolest thing. Well, Rockford is full of creative people making the city and the world a more beautiful place, and so it uh, demands to be showcased as best it can. So, And this is the best venue that I've found to communicate that for uh, our, all of our listeners in the community here. So mm-hmm. um, happy to be here. Uh, what is it about street art that you that brings people together for you and what is it about street art that is the best communicator for your ideas yeah um, art art isn't going to change the world it's not going to do that remember i read that somewhere this morning it's great um but art can reach people and individually you know people will see this and they'll be moved by it Uh, because it's a snake and in the world of theater then you're personifying the evil right the snake uh, in this case, pumps the oil over the lands. And by the way, we all ought to have a heads up for the Enbridge uh, pipeline. And it's the same, the Illinois end of the Dakota Access Pipeline. So it's we're connected to all the work that was done at Standing Rock uh, by that pipeline. It comes through our lands and across our waters. And the company that runs it, Enbridge, has a terrible record. And they're asking if they can just casually increase the temperature and the pressure on the whole pipeline. So they're asking for, can we do double capacity? And there's parts of the pipeline that haven't been inspected in years. So it's a very dangerous move, but it benefits them so much financially, they're really pushing for it.
one of the reasons to march is to get our governor, Pritzker, to be more aware of, declare Illinois a uh, green economy and begin moving wholeheartedly in that direction and also to deny specifically the permits that are being sought for that pipeline. So this cardboard snake was built to speak to that pipeline in Illinois, and it started to travel further afield as people understood the, the kind of the potency of having street theater happen. There's a long history of theater at the barricades, you could say, or out in the street. It's not commercially controlled. It doesn't have to be in a, you know, building that purchased by the bank in town and all that stuff. Um, so, I mean, you mentioned all the good stuff in Rockford. Certainly, if I was raising a young family here in Rockford, I would, I'd be with you completely in that. Um, my sense as an elder in this community is that while I embrace that and support it, I have become, you know, just aware of the history of what we haven't been able to accomplish in Rockford sometimes. And I'd like to work, you know, thoughtfully, uh, maybe assertively towards seeing those changes come about as quickly as possible. You know, people really need to know what's going on with the climate, and it's not really being taught in our schools. As the snakehead passes the State Street entrance to City Market, the music on stage will stop. The snake melts down to the ground. The pieces are all disconnected. The people are all draped in black plastic bags. You can stand, you could sit, you could lie down. So we're all in that moment, and silence happens. At that point, Greta's voice is gonna come through here and through two other PA systems that are located, namely one on the main stage. So they're gonna crank up her voice. And so that PA will happen. I'm gonna cue all the voices to start with the conch shell. into this mess, even when the only sensible thing to do is pull the emergency brake. You are not mature enough to tell it like it is. Even that burden you leave to us children. But I don't care about being popular. I care about climate justice and a living planet. You mentioned your role at now as an elder in the community here. Today's global climate strike has been prompted by Greta Thunberg uh, mm -hmm. and other youth around the world here. What's the importance of including older people in this cause, and what can they do to uh, to further this cause? Well, a lot of older people that I know really want to get out and get active. <laughs> so this is the only thing we could do to protect for our children and for our grandchildren in the future. And we certainly want young people to know that they are um, welcome to be out in the streets and talking, that this kind of uh, demonstration uh, we would support and we would protect them, their right to do that. It's, it's extraordinary how little voice young people feel they have in this community. And I'm talking about even uh, teenagers, you know, feel just disconnected and 
they're not being taught about climate change in schools. There's not really a curriculum about it, maybe in some of the privately run schools. So here's this young lady from Sweden who's 16, who knows more than most adults in America. We got a lot of catching up to do. I think she's been saying that too. Now, you have a long, long experience with acting and activism. What makes this movement personal to you? Is there anything that's happened uh, to you recently that's opened your eyes even more, if that were possible, uh, to the importance of caring for the environment? Well, I want to bring it back to what you said about Rockford. I think this is a great time to get something done. And if it's been a certain way and that hasn't worked out, then to have new things happening here and people wanting to be here, um, the expressive arts, even you know all the opinions that it could present. Some people say the arts shouldn't have politics in it, but I really don't think it's about politics. I think it's about the human experience. Meet the Artist is made possible through the journalism of the Rockford Register Star. I'm Scott Yates, and I produced this episode and its sound design with field recordings during Rockford's March on Friday. For our full coverage of this event and more from the newsroom of the Rockford Register Star, go online at rrstar.com. <laughs>